0: Welcome to Super Spoiler, a place where we spoil all the
1: movies you love and those you have yet to watch. I'm JL. And I'm Jojo, and we will dive deep into a single movie and how we feel about it, whether these opinions are justified or not.
0: Today, we'll be discussing... I'm King of the World! (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: <laughs> 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 aka titanic yeah i have never watched titanic what the hell do you mean you have never watched titanic <laughs> Oh my
0: Can God. let me rephrase
1: it <laughs> let me rephrase it i have never watched titanic in full i always see titanic like bits and pieces on tv yeah i mean how old was i like i don't know i mean it's not like i was
0: super old at that time either but i vaguely remember watching it in cinemas back then
1: oh yeah i didn't hey
0: isn't it nc-16 Noah. Uh. i think that the one that played in cinemas there was probably a pg-13 version that they edited oh. out those you know those naked scenes
1: in fact, it, whenever they play on TV, they edit out those naked. Oh, scenes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Was... I'm sure. I was quite surprised because this is my first time watching it, so I was actually quite surprised when, uh, the naked scene. Um, I, I feel that it's quite long, la. <laughs> Like I, I, didn't I didn't realize that it was gonna be like you know like quite long. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I mean, it was the drawing scene was pretty long. I mean, you don't expect him to like draw her in thirty seconds.
1: Oh, I didn't expect like James Cameron to like edit it, like, for, for, like, more than 30 seconds.
0: Hey, it's, like, a pivotal scene, okay? Like, it's one of the most important scenes.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just felt like, I felt like the movie is just really long. Like, there were very... There were a lot of like small scenes which I feel that it's not necessary. And then they added it. It's Like the, the very first o- the opening scene where they go down and dive underwater and then it's just so long and I, I don't know why you have to search for this thing so long, like trying to make it like look tedious or something. I don't
0: know what. I think he wanted to like really portray the wreck. Hello, he, he purposely dived underwater to the Titanic wreck uh to get real shots of the wreck itself, he is not going to cut it into a 30-second thing.
1: Oh, that's real shots? Like, it's real? Like, the, the wreckage is, is, a, is a real thing? Okay, I don't know how
0: much of the wreckage is a real thing. Because, you know, there are some scenes where the camera goes inside the wreck, and then, like, you can see the yeah. submers- the the submersible, I think that's what it's called, like, moving water. I don't know how much of that is real. Yeah, but then, whenever Rose like, looks at the TV cameras and then she sees, like, the rotting bits or doors or whatever. Those parts are real. Mm,
1: Okay. Then, I guess, makes sense for it to be, like, 20 minutes long.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they they spend so much money, like... They even created a special camera that can withstand that pressure. Yeah, to to go down, like, to, to dive deep down and then to film that thing. So, yeah, he's not going to, like, Cut a 30 second shot and be done.
1: Well, I guess good effort, but is it necessary? Dun, dun, dun. Of course, it's necessary. In fact, I think I it's saw... not. No, they could just like, I you don't know, like. Yeah, you mean they could right, replicate this it, wreckage or something? Yeah, they probably No, can just but that do is it. That's
0: not that In fact, I think I saw a piece of trivia that said that. Uh, James Cameron made Titanic because he wanted to dive to the ocean floor to see the actual <laughs> real wreckage of the Titanic. Oh.
1: Yeah, that is why he made the movie. He, he probably was partially <laughs> joking, yeah. By the way, do you know that NASA actually approached Aaron Serkin to write something about travelling to space just because they want to get funding for this? It's similar to James Cameron wanting to dive, so... <laughs>
0: he decided. Yeah, to- but James Cameron... <laughs> For, for James Cameron, I think it was a personal interest. Oh, worse. For NASA, <laughs> it's probably a different thing. <laughs> Did you know that the movie actually played for nine months? In nine three. months? Yeah, and it was that wow, popular. Wow, I can have okay, a if child. I'm not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, and it stayed at number one for like 16 weeks. Wow, that's like four 16 months? 16 weeks. Yes. Wow. Number one in the US box Office. In fact, I think it came out in, like, December of 1997. Yeah, and then it stayed in cinemas all the way till September. Wow. Yeah, I mean,
1: man, wow. You want no other titles during this period? There were titles. It's just that Titanic was just so popular. Wow, why do you think Titanic is so popular?
0: Because it's such a big epic movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it doesn't just have a sinking. It has a romance. I mean, it just... Blends all the excitement and all the romance, all the all the elements of a great movie together. That that it appeals to everyone. Like say if you're a guy, uh, and you don't like romance, you'll still go watch it because the sinking part is so epic. And if you are a female and you don't really like like disasters, you'll still go and watch it because the romance is so epic. Mm. Like it just it just appeals to everything. Yeah, and then the music is like so epic. Da-na-na, yeah, no. but then you see when I remember that mu- piece of music, right? My first thought is not the Celine Dion song. My first thought is opening of Titanic itself. Like it's really very haunting. Like you see the images of the of the past and people waving goodbye, and then afterwards it like uh, it turns to. Like the modern day that you see the waves in the dark.
1: You know? Do you remember the opening? Uh I remember the waves, but I I don't remember people waving in the opening scene. I remember people waving uh the last scene. The scene of people waving man. No one was waving. In the last scene, yeah. Yeah, Okay, they were waving. They were like clapping after they kissed, which was like so freaking awkward. Like there were so many people just looking at them kissing. And then they just kissed. I was like, oh, imagine being them? I love that so awkward. I'm sure it's really awkward when they try to film me. Like, oh, okay, let's kiss and then like with like thousands of people like surrounding uh, you and then watching and clapping. People, like, hey, I don't think it like, oh my God, could hold
0: a thousand people. I think maybe <laughs> a hundred at both. But anyway, yeah. Uh, of course, the filming probably was awkward. Lah, but then, if you think of it in the movie sense, no, it wasn't awkward. Like, it was just a well-deserved ending you know. Yeah, I really have to talk about the ending. It's one of my favourite movie (laughs) endings of all time, if not my absolute favourite movie ending of all time. Because, Why? Why? Because, it's a happily ever after for Uh people who didn't get their happily ever after. Mm. Like, so, okay, there's been debate on whether she was dreaming or when she actually, or if she actually died already. Like, it just brings you back to Titanic. Like, As it should have been if it hadn't Mm. sunk, and then it brings you back into the ballroom, and then you see all the familiar faces of the, of the lovely people that we saw in the periphery of Jack and Rose's romance, Mm. like people whom we actually like, like all those musicians. (laughs) And you, you spot the (laughs) mum? The mum? No, I of course I didn't spot the mum because the (laughs) mum was not a happy person. Like the, the only people included in that scene were the nice
1: people, so-called. so, so
0: You know, the the father and the daughter.
1: I only remember seeing the musicians and Anthony. Or oh, was his name Andrew? He's,
0: oh, yeah, I Andrew? think his name was Andrew. Yeah, the shipbuilder. Yeah, oh. then you have the shipbuilder yeah. who, who we like. You have the musicians who we like. You have the father and daughter who interacted with, like, Jack uh, throughout the movie, like, whether he was sketching them or whether he was dancing with the little girl during the third-class party. Uh, and then you see like uh roses mate. yeah. You see, yeah. You you just see a lot of Jack's friends. Yeah, you see Jack's friends like Tommy who mm. got shot tragically. Okay, we get we get you. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So you see all these people that we <laughs> like but didn't survive, and then they just look at Rose very happily, and then afterwards you can see, uh, Jack, and then they go and kiss, and they are reunited, and then everyone in the ballroom is okay it wasn't really a ballroom it was like more of like
1: a a grand staircase staircase yeah
0: yeah Yeah, the, the staircase entrance whatever yeah and then everybody is just so happy for them to be reunited yeah I mean it's just so touching and then the music oh my gosh the music during that part it's just wow what's the music it's the da 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 no, 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 no! Because that's na, the iconic na. part. Oh my gosh! I think that's my favorite part. Yeah, that's my favorite piece of the music in the movie. Okay, actually, the themes of the music, uh, in the movie blend together a lot, so I can't really differentiate which theme is which theme. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you see the captain. Oh my gosh! I mean, I just love the captain too, and I felt very sorry. That you know he he died and then he went down the ship Aww. and all that. By the way, the one the guy playing the captain is King Theoden, in like the Lord of the Rings. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: So that that was how I got I got to know him. Yeah, because he played the captain first. But
1: I just think it's a bit silly, like how they met. It's because like Rose wanted to kill herself because she is tired of being rich. Like, oh no,
0: I'm so rich. I'm so oppressed by all this money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think...
1: First world Yeah, problem. I mean, maybe
0: partly it's because of that. I mean, <laughs> she wanted a freer life. She felt so oppressed. I mean, then she is uh, engaged to, like, this really controlling jerk. I mean, she didn't know that he was so controlling at first. But then, as the movie progresses, we realise like how much more of a jerk he is yeah and he's quite a violent person right yeah like he didn't reveal it like in the beginning but then the fact that he gets his manservant servant to go and stalk her at, to to like find out where she is at all times is like just unbelievable I mean I think if I were Rose okay maybe I might not want to kill myself but then I'll definitely try and find a way to escape this situation when I figure out like this guy is such an asshole
1: but then I was quite surprised like at the end like like he you know he's supposed to like bought this uh lifeboat but then in the end he went back for Rose because he ah. is just so
0: controlling and possessive that he cannot stand really yeah I mean he he really because I think what the manservant said was uh, she's uh she is on the other side with uh with jack, jack. like he yeah. cannot yeah he cannot stand the thought of rose being with jack even at that very moment
1: that he decides wow. to that's like another level
0: yeah that's another level of
1: jealousy <laughs> yeah and you know the ship is like sinking and then you remember like uh, Rose and Jack were like running away from him then like he 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 like kind of like decided to let them go and then decided no i'm not gonna do it and then like he took out this guy and then started shooting them i was like come on you're gonna die yeah precisely (laughs) like hello your (laughs) priorities your priorities right (laughs) (laughs) why don't you think it's quite brave of rose to just like go save someone like you just met like three days ago I, I mean, even if it's, like, true love, like, how do you know it's, like, the real true love? I
0: mean, who, who cares whether it's a real true love or not when you're in that moment and you feel, like, I love you, <laughs> and then...
1: Yeah, but would you actually, like, go and save someone? I mean, I don't know, like, like if it were me, I, I... I mean, it's hard to ignore that, you know, there's this person trapped down in the basement somewhere, handcuffed and stuff like that, but it's another thing to actually, like, run away from like safety and then go rescue this person you you barely know He she didn't Though barely you really like, know him <laughs> she like knew him enough to fall in love Yeah, for him. like three days I don't know yeah I mean maybe because I don't trust my feelings yeah I think something. that's because you don't it's trust just hard for me to feelings. comprehend. you mean you would I mean I don't one true love you believe that he's one true love and then, and then the ship happens to sink and then you're either gonna die or you can try to save him and, and die the thing
0: <laughs> is you have to understand I am a coward. So, <laughs> I, so you cannot compare me in that in that scenario because I am a coward and I don't think that I can do it. But then I mean rose is obviously a different metal. Uh, yeah, like, I suppose. Like, yeah. And I'm sure that like there are a lot of stories like of people in love uh like going to do like very very uh crazy drastic things. things. I mean I I can believe that she does that because she has shown that she's quite a like she's quite a strong and impetuous person I mean she spent the entire movie I mean hello like you said she met him for what days but then her entire life she goes towards like fulfilling that promise of like hmm. living her life and never letting go and remembering jack in her heart
1: yeah I mean come on if someone like someone like sacrificed himself for me like he literally like died I would live to the fullest as well yep. <laughs> you know what you know what's my favourite line of this movie uh,
0: I don't know Jack come
1: back <laughs> Jack no <laughs> I'm kidding it's not that line actually my favourite line I have to say it's a very what? surprising line which is I think Rose came back for Leo and then uh, uh, Rose came back for Jack. <laughs> and then and then Jack was like saying, you're so stupid, Rose. You are so stupid. <laughs> I think that line was well delivered. Like really, really well. And then you can, you can feel that he's like very genuine about this line. Like she's so damn stupid. But he's also very grateful that she came back. Yes, I remember
0: that line. Do you line? remember that line? I mean, on, one hand, on one hand, he wants her to be safe. <laughs> and on the other hand, like, he loves her, and he and he's glad that they are together. Yeah, but then, oh, the passion that he puts into that line is so... But, I mean, this is what makes it an epic romance. The, the fact that she would jump back into a sinking ship when she's already,
1: like, near, like on a lifeboat. I thought you were going to say, oh, this is why this is such an epic movie because the actors are really good. But no, it went to the, oh, she came back for him. Okay. Yeah,
0: I said it was such an epic romance. I haven't talked about how it was such an epic movie. I talked
1: about uh, that earlier. Said, anyway. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I realised that one of the most iconic lines, which is like, you jump, I jump, was just delivered so... Uh, unepically, it was like, it was like, it was kind of, it was almost like a small talk between them. Remember, you jump, I jump. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> that was how it's being delivered. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I almost didn't notice that line. But anyway, so what's your favourite mm, line? Actually, I me? have
0: some, I have two lines which I found quite funny, Like Number one is, I would rather be mm-hmm. his whore than your wife. And number two is, Music to drown by. Now I know we're in first class.
1: Oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a funny one. No, oh, you like your first quote. I didn't really like it. I'd rather be his whore you like than your it?
0: wife. It's just a, it's just a very mm. like she's standing up for herself, and then she's completely rejecting this oh. freaking asshole. <laughs> and then immediately after that, she spits in his face the way Jack taught her to.
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that scene.
0: I love it when people reject complete assholes. Even though those complete assholes may be like fairly good looking and very rich.
1: I thought he looks slightly weird. (laughs) Like his eyebrows are so thin and neat. It just looks a bit awkward. Maybe it's the makeup.
0: Like, you know, the movie makeup.
1: Maybe. Oh yeah, do you remember this line, draw me like one of your French girls?
0: Yeah, I do.
1: <laughs> I didn't know that this line came from this movie. <laughs> like, how could you not know, honestly?
0: <laughs> what? what do you mean, that? I
1: mean? I thought it just came from somewhere and then, and then when I heard it, I was like, oh, it came from here. Then it's literally French girls. I thought they were just using it as a, as a symbol, you know, like French people are, you know, more passionate and more like sexier. But hey, in this case, it's literally French girls.
0: Anyway, the part about Titanic that I love is all those characters that I think I mentioned previously, all those those, uh, characters on the periphery around Jack and Rose's romance who either didn't manage to survive or who did really great things and they managed to survive, but then they weren't paid much attention to because they are just supporting characters. For example, (laughs) I love the officer who went back for the survivors Like the Like you know In the lifeboats Yeah When no one else Went back for the survivors Then he decided That That he will Yeah He will take a lifeboat And go back to To, to get the survivors
1: Oh uh, Oh That officer Hey by the way I do find that officer Like familiar Like is he yes, anyone famous He or was anything? Mr he Who, was who Mr. is Mr. Fantastic he? In Fantastic Four Oh wow! No, like the new, like the new Fantastic. No, the old Fantastic Four.
0: Hello, the new Fantastic Four is the Mouse Teller as Mister as
1: Reed Richards. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The
0: the old is is the old Fantastic Four.
1: Oh okay okay yeah maybe that's why I find him familiar. Yeah, yeah, but I always loved that officer. Yeah, he's the only one who went back. Yeah,
0: and he was the only one who went back. Would you have went back? I mean, I cannot
1: find a reason why they wouldn't. Okay, why they didn't go back why was that you? they were afraid that people would swarm the lifeboats. No, 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 but I mean, after, because cause when the, the, the only one with, uh, who went back, the lifeboat was empty, right? Like, he kind of like, emptied the, the rest, like the, his passengers, and then he went back. So, I mean, taking a few men with you, I feel that.
0: Yeah, it, but that was him, yeah. la, but remember, that was the unsinkable Molly Brown played by Katie Bates. Then she was telling them, uh, uh, we have to go back. And then the, the, um, the officer on that mm. boat was telling her to shut her mouth. And then he was explaining, if we go back now, they will mm. all swarm the boat and then uh, we'll like sink along with them.
1: Yeah, but it makes sense because like the boat was like kind of full. I mean, if it weren't full they could have like loaded more people so I guess it's somewhat like the maximum capacity yeah but then then you have to remember so like there
0: there were not enough live boats and then say you went back like right immediately after after the ship went down which means there were still a lot of people uh, Mm. alive and like struggling to survive so if you had gone back immediately after, even if the boat was completely empty I think the boat will still be swarmed Mm. and there would still not have been enough room for all of them
1: well, if I were the person, I probably wouldn't have thought of this. I would just ah, oh, let's go yeah. back. I mean, they, <laughs> they maybe get my book. I, un- I can I
0: understand. I understand. Like
1: going back. On
0: the other hand, I also understand them not wanting to die like alongside. Yeah, mm. I mean, it's just very sad, mm. lah. <gasps>
1: it's human nature, This, this entire
0: ship sinking thing is just so tragic. They all thought that it was unsinkable, and then mm. in the end, it sank. Yep. Yeah, and then they didn't plan enough live boats and then they ignore all the iceberg warnings and all that. In fact, I read like in a bit in another bit of trivia on IMDB. By the way, IMDb hmm. has a ton of trivia on Titanic. You guys should go and like read them. It's like really interesting. It's not just about the the Titanic itself, but also about the filming. Yeah. So anyway, I read that if the ship had collided head on to the iceberg, the ship wouldn't have sunk. Like they would have been delayed, but oh. it wouldn't have sunk. Yeah, but because they scraped the sides, in fact, I think uh, the ship builder Mister Andrews was saying like, uh, uh, it flooded five out of nine compartments or something, which is why the ship sank. But if it had flooded only four compartments, the ship would still have been able to, like, stay
1: afloat. Something oh. like that. Yeah. 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 yeah so.
0: So yeah, Lor. I just find it so tragic.
1: Wow. They shouldn't have turned the boat. I mean the ship. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think I think one thing interesting is that you know like people keep saying you know it's unsinkable and then, or uh, in in the in the movies like, people keep repeating this mm. and then like they say that there were a lot of like it seems like it's foreshadowing things, but then in actual real life like how how. How do I put this? Like, you know, you never know that it's going to be a foreshadow yeah. or something.
0: I mean, nobody knows anything in hindsight. Like. I mean, in real life, people did say that it was unsinkable.
1: Not only that. I mean, I mean, Jack also said something like, oh, I'm the I'm the luckiest son of a bitch something because oh, they won yeah. the tickets and then they get to go to America. Yeah. yeah, so it's, I mean, luckiest? I mean, if only he knew. Yeah, if only he knew. <laughs> Even if yeah, he knew, I think,
0: he, mm-hmm. if he had known that it would sing, but he also knew that he'll meet Rose on that trip, okay? Would he have gone on that ship? Wow. I, I
1: think that he still would have gone on that ship. Wow, I would never go back. I mean, even if I know that the love of my life is on that freaking ship and that if I were going to die, wow. I mean, I mean, everyone has to die, but he's only like, what, 22? <laughs> yeah, but I mean,
0: looking at Jack's character... I think he's such a romantic and passionate guy that he'd have done. Wow. I mean, he's the kind of live your life, uh take take it as take yeah, things as true. they go kind of way. So yeah, he'd totally have gone on that ship anyway if he had known.
1: Well, good thing I'm not Jack. <laughs> would you Would you have gone with it? Like, oh uh, no. Would you obviously. have boarded the ship to meet the love of your life?
0: <laughs> actually, yeah, did I forgot you know... you're a coward. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a coward. But hey, did you know that actually before Titanic when like like was sailing on the Atlantic, they made a few stops like along the way. So, maybe uh, I'll have ported, but then I'll have, like, gotten <gasps> off the ship at the last port Lucky before you. Before they sailed across the Atlantic and, like, got stuck.
1: Yeah, maybe. Those people must be like, whoa, I escaped death.
0: Anyway, what I find really cool is how James Cameron uses the framing of Jack and Rose's romance to bring us through the entire ship, like, the course of the journey. So that we not only see how the first class lives, we also see how the third class, like, lives, Mm. and what was their life aboard the ship. Yeah, and then, even at the sinking part, he made up this situation that Jack was arrested and was brought down to the lowest decks. And then Rose had to go down and rescue Mm. him. And then when she went down to rescue him, we see the water slowly, like, flooding all the corridors and then the water level rising Mm. higher like at first when she went down like it was still up to her waist level or her knee level but then like the longer they stayed there yeah they had to literally swim through it and then their process of going down they didn't just do it once you know they did it twice so okay oh yeah yeah she went down to rescue him and then they managed to get up to like dry level. Then we see like uh they were on the lifeboat. So so we managed to see what is happening on the ship deck, uh the lifeboat situation at the same time from their perspective, uh like even during the early part of the sinking. But then we also see the ship deck, uh lifeboat situation on the later part of the sinking because they were chased down by her jealous fiancé. So they re-experience <laughs> the lower dude. levels flooding again. Yeah. Anyway, I just think that the the, the plot framing device is just very excellently edited. Mm. So there's a reason why it's three hours.
1: <laughs> no, why it's three hours? Because like he added in a lot of like small, small stuff which like yeah, the, adds nothing to the no, plot. Yeah, it
0: doesn't add anything to the plot, but it, it lets you see what life was like on board the Titanic. Like, Mm. even before the sinking. I mean, Titanic is not just a disaster and a romance, but it's a snapshot in time of what happened on board the Titanic. Yeah. Mm. I just thought it was really cool. Oh, yeah. Back to the framing point. He had Jack and Rose stay on the ship till the very last moment. Oh, yes, yes. Like, they were the last two passengers that went down because they were standing, like, like... I don't know what you call it perpendicular. Like they were standing at the very tip of the ship, like when it went down. Mm. Yeah, so that was really cool.
1: So what to showcase like how the ship like fully sink into the sea?
0: Hello, he just had them stay on board for the entire time, <laughs> and he brought us through the entire sinking. Yeah, I thought
1: he it had... was quite smart of Jack to mention that there's this uh. Is this suction when the when the ship sinks? Cause I totally didn't it didn't occur to me at all that it was just gonna be this. It's when you sing and I suppose like yeah. pressure and stuff. So yeah, it totally didn't occur to me. At all. I was like, oh okay.
0: Yeah, me neither. <laughs> oh. But then I sort realized that it is also very smart of the screenwriters because I mean, if Jack had not mentioned that, right? Then I don't think that we really have understood what was happening. Like, why couldn't they just surface? Why were they struggling underwater? Yeah, uh... so, yeah, actually, the more I think about the plot device and the plot framing, the more I think... About, <laughs> uh, in,
1: just in awe.
0: Yeah, I'm just in awe at how he managed to bring <laughs> us through the entire journey and tell us what is happening. And then, actually, yeah, because I also wouldn't have thought of the sea being so cold. Yeah, oh. even though even though Jack mentions it earlier in the movie, like when he was trying to convince Rose not to jump, yeah, like I didn't like realize that it was that cold until until like towards the end,
1: then they just started shivering. Huh, but then it's Antarctic, land, not man. It didn't occur to you that Antarctic is cold? Because I didn't think of it as like, as like, I didn't
0: really get where they were. I didn't realise that they were so close to the Arctic Circle. I mean, I know that there's an iceberg. But <laughs> usually, when people see things on screen, they don't, they don't type. Like, they just see and they accept it. Like, they accept there's an iceberg there uh, for some reason, but... But they, they, they don't think, oh, an iceberg means I am close to the Arctic Circle. <laughs> yeah, and therefore <laughs> the water <Okay>. is freezing. <laughs> yeah, as in when I see things like that, I don't, I don't, that's not where no. my mind goes to. My mind is just like, oh, there's an obstacle in the sea. Uh, <laughs> that is <that> just, <laughs> I don't know, it just came from somewhere
1: and it's not cold.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and the water... Yeah, the water doesn't look that cold, so it probably isn't that cold.
1: (laughs) How should they they make the water look colder? (laughs) They already have mist in their mouth when they speak.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, yeah, but still, sometimes, movies really have to explain every single thing to you. I mean, I know they always say, show, don't tell, but sometimes... Telling is
1: okay, show you already.
0: Telling was quite important <laughs> also for like for like
1: people who just watch and
0: then don't really register what they're seeing. <laughs> yeah. Because actually okay. I realized that if the water wasn't that cold, the passengers could have survived, at least those with those with the life jacket. Yeah. yeah, so mm. it's just very really sad. Anyway, you realise that he didn't have a life jacket on him. Oh yeah,
1: stupid Jack. Why are you so stupid, Jack?
0: <laughs> but then you see, the thing is, if he had the life jacket on him, the parting scene of her saying goodbye to him and him disappearing into the water wouldn't be as poignant. <laughs> uh, because
1: he would have floated I mean, away. <laughs> uh,
0: imagine him floating away looking like some like waxy corpse. Or something. I mean, it's it's just, the the image of it is just not as as uh, beautiful. Rome. Yeah, it's not just, it's just not as beautiful. It's like when, when she throws back the heart of the ocean into the water and we see the, the
1: necklace oh, sinking exactly. into the water.
0: Yeah, like it's just... Now, why did
1: she throw it back to the sea? I don't understand. I think
0: she, <laughs> I think it was a reminder of her past. Like, like the, the heart of the ocean is basically tied to her memories of the Titanic. So mm. in letting go of the necklace back where at the spot where the Titanic sank is like, she's <laughs> she's like finally letting go,
1: letting of, go. Mm. of all those memories. Mm. Yeah.
0: So I guess it's a good time to wrap. If not, we'll continue talking about the movie and it will never end. Like There are a million more things that we could have talked about. But... No. (laughs) We have to end it someday, somehow, sometime.
1: Sometime. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, see you guys. Bye-bye.
0: Yeah, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in.
1: Make sure you're subscribed to SuperSpoiler
0: on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and more. If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review with a 5-star rating. We appreciate it so much.
1: See you next week!